Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I'm here today with the 58th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here with me today, because if you were not here listening to this, I would not be making this. So this tournament is a $1,000 buy-in preliminary event tournament tournament from um, a World Poker Tour series, and I have 13,900 chips in the small blind. We started with 20,000 chips, so I apparently had a rough start. And I pick up pocket sevens in the small blind. So everyone folds around, I believe, to the button. Let's see. If you are not watching this on JonathanLittlePoker.com, I definitely suggest you do that. That way you can keep track of all the stack sizes and see all the cards laid out nice and pretty. I'm using a program called Share My Pair to display these hands. And Share My Pair is an application for your iPhone or Android device, and it allows you to import hands or input hands so that you can then share them with your friends. It's a great program. I definitely suggest it out. It's completely free. And I post on there all the time. So in this hand, button raises to 500. He's a loose, aggressive kid. And I'm in the small blind with pocket sevens. And I think this is actually my first major decision in the hand is I can either call or re-raise. And... With these stack sizes of about 70-ish big blinds deep, I'm a pretty big fan of just calling. I recognize that by calling, I give up initiative in the pot, and I'm occasionally going to get outplayed. Because imagine, say my opponent has ace-jack, right? And I re-raise, and he calls. If the flop comes 10-9-2, and I bet, he's going to fold. Whereas here, if um, he raises and I just call on the flop, if I check and he bets on 10-9-2, I'm usually fairly unhappy with sevens, and then... If I call once and he bets again on the turn, I'm just folding. So you have to recognize that being the aggressive player in a hand is usually worth quite a bit. But at the same time, with these stacks, I think I prefer calling with sevens in the small blind. Um, Big blind is a tight, aggressive 50-year-old guy, and he likes to call as well. So I get a pretty good flop, 7-6-4. And this is a situation where I like going for a check raise, However, if I think that the player on the button is unlikely to bet for whatever reason, I'm going to be somewhat inclined to lead. And I like leading into the opponents. I I think it's something that is very difficult to defend against. But at the same time, most people just fold whenever they get led into. And I certainly don't want my opponents to fold. Uh, Like, say say I know the button is a tight passive player. If I lead, he's going to fold stuff like ace-queen and king-jack and whatnot. But since he's a loose, aggressive kid, I thought that he might decide to play back at me if I led. So this is, I think this is actually a really good spot to go for the lead. Sometimes called a donk bet, but I don't like using degrading terminologies. So uh, this is just called a lead. I like leading. The pot's 1,500. I'm probably going to bet around 900 or 1,000. I think that's a pretty good size. And I do bet 1,000. Big blind folds and the button calls. So it's kind of interesting because what happens a lot of the time is if the button is bluffing or if he has nothing, he will raise. And he's raising thinking that he's going to make me fold a lot of my range by or on on the turn or perhaps on the river. Um, Like imagine, say I had a six or something like that, which is what a lot of weaker players will lead with. If I bet and he raises me, I'm going to call with a six on the flop. And then on the turn, I'm going to check. He's going to bet, and I'm going to be in a terrible spot. Or a lot of weaker players will lead with something like 10-8 for a gut shot and overcards. 
uh, and the same the same action will go down where he'll I'll lead he'll raise I'll either fold or call and then on the turn I'm going to be check folding a lot so if he's bluffing he, or if he has a very weak hand he's typically going to be raising so when he calls he should have a fairly strong hand because he does not want me to fold I mean obviously he wants me to fold with my top set <laughs> but in general he does not want me to fold when he calls because he must have something pretty good himself. Uh, th- this is at least how good players play versus leads. Ver- um, standard loose aggressive players who I don't know much about, perhaps they call with their marginal hands and raise with their good hands. They do the exact opposite. And that would, of course, be a terrible play in this scenario because if my opponent raises, I'm in fantastic shape. But it- it's hard to know if my opponent's ca- flop calling range is very strong or very weak. It's one of the two, but I don't know which one it is. So the turn is a six, giving me a full house. Seven, six, four, six, and I have pocket sevens. So at this point, I have to ask myself, what is the best way to get a lot of money into this pot? If my opponent has nothing and I check, maybe he bluffs. But if I bet, he's almost certainly going to fold, unless he is a very loose, aggressive kid and he decides to get out of line by raising, which would be great for me. (laughs) But... If he actually has a good hand and I check and he bets and I check raise, he could conceivably fold hands as strong as pocket aces if he gets the vibe that I actually have a very good hand. And that would truly be a disaster. Um, And if I bet and he calls with something like pocket aces, that's fine because we're building a pot. So I think the real question here is, will my opponent fold to a reasonable turn bet? And if my opponent's good, I think the answer is no, because when he calls my flop bet, he should actually have a pretty good hand, because, like I said, I think if he's good, he'll raise the flop with a lot of his bluffs. And if my opponent's bad, I think I should probably be inclined to check to allow him the opportunity to bluff. Of course, maybe my opponent is a good player and still just called with something like 9-8, trying to improve his hand. But a lot of good players, if I bet the turn, he'll raise with 9-8, because that's what he should be doing. Uh, at least that's a reasonable line to represent a very premium hand. So all in all, whenever you have a good hand, you usually want to be betting because you want to build a pot. If you check raise at any point, it lets your opponents know fairly certainly that you have a hand that you're willing to play a big pot with. That may be a draw, like ace-five, or it could just be a very premium hand. But either way, check raising looks super strong. And the last thing you want to do when you have a very good hand is to check raise. So... I think I need to continue betting. Pot's 3,500. I just want to bet 2,300 or so to try to build the pot such that my opponent will call. If he, or if he calls, the pot will then be 8,500 going to the river. Maybe I can shove for my last 10,000. Or maybe I'd probably more realistically bet something like 5,200. And if he has an overpair, he's just going to call every time. So that was my general thought process making this bet. And my opponent folds, which is the exact opposite of what I thought would happen. Because, like I said, when he calls my flop bet, he should be calling because he wants to keep me in. But it seems like most likely this player decided to call with something like king-queen or 10-8. And then, for whatever reason, decided that, okay, my opponent bet the turn, I'm just going to fold. And, like, this play for my opponent seems almost uncomprehendable to me. Like I'm never calling or very rarely calling the flop with something like 10, eight or King queen with the intention of just folding to a standard looking turn bet. But that is what my opponent did. So maybe in the future I will decide to experiment against players who I think are just okay 
I'll experiment with checking the turn to give them rope to bet. But you have to realize that if I check call the turn, well, I already know my opponent's going to fold if I check raise if he has nothing. But if I check call the turn, is he really going to barrel the river? That seems very optimistic. And whenever I have a very good hand, I'm not a big fan of checking to let my opponent bluff unless I have a very good reason for him to think that I am weak or for me to think that he's just blatantly crazy. And I definitely did not have that um, that view in this exact scenario. So that's going to be it for this week. I definitely suggest you check out the Share My Pair application. As I said, that is what I use to display these hands for you. Also, check out my website, jonathanlittlepoker.com. There I post a weekly blog post that's usually educational in some way. Educational or fun. At least I think they're fun. And if you like this podcast, which I assume you do if you made it 58 weeks in, you will probably like my website. So check it out. I update it weekly. Actually, update it twice a week, once with the video podcast of this and also once with a blog. So check it out. Let me know what you think, and I will talk to you next week.